With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. My guest today is Jed Crashes, and Jed is going to talk about um, the Black Lives Matter movement in Albany and the police department and the mayor. So, Jed, thank you for being on Focus on Albany. What's your thoughts? You're welcome. It's been a while, Cynthia. Thank you. Yep. Uh, my, my thoughts are pretty straightforward. First, I have to applaud the Black Lives Matter uh, activists who have been working tirelessly to bring much-needed change, reform, to not just the Albany Police Department, but every police department across this country. It so desperately needs dramatic, dramatic overhaul. In the city of Albany, the treatment has been, towards these activists, has been horrible. The most recent example, of course, being the South Station protest. You had a group of people that were peacefully occupying a public area of land to have them violently removed by the police department and then to have the chief of police and the current mayor essentially gloat about dismantling the uh, structures that they had put up, the tents and so forth. The, then to find out later, not only were they violent, they were covering up their badges as to not be identified, which is a next level of police abuse, police misconduct. And to this day, there is still no accountability. Nothing's changed. You know, it's so sad to see a city council that pays lip service to these critical issues, such as police reform. It's such a shame to see council members who I was proud to support four years ago uh, and help out mm-hmm. because I thought they would be independent thinkers, independent fighters, become part of the problem and be part of this failed political class in the city and county of Albany. I mean, people in Albany, in the city and the county, they deserve so much better than this. And the only thing that's going to change is if People step up to the plate and run for office. I'm trying to have been saying this to people when I talk to them privately. So I'm blue in the face. That's the only way things are going to change. Mm-hmm. So that's and, you know, overall how I feel and, about this. And how I feel is you might think I might be too harsh, but all of the protesters who were down at the uh, police station 
if even a handful of them decided to run for common council, run for a citywide yeah. position, I think yeah. that would be important, but it doesn't happen that way. Cynthia, look, right? you, you know, you, you know, exactly. And you know, you've known me for a long time. If there's yep. anybody out there, if there's seriously, if there's anybody out there who it's a little late for this year, it's actually quite late for this year, unfortunately. So four mm-hmm. years from now, actually, this, the next local elections, if we're just talking about local elections, would be in 2023 with the county legislature, um, mm-hmm. the county offices. So two years from now, four years from now, if there are people out there who want to run, call me. And that's not a business pitch. Uh, I don't want anything for it. Um, I care about Albany deeply. I've got friends and family that are there. Uh, I really want that to be a city that thrives. And if there's anyone out there that wants to take on the, the establishment, wants to take on the status quo, I'll help you. I will absolutely uh, help you. And okay, now I know it's intimidating. Not, I know it's intimidating for people, for huh? first-time candidates. They, a lot of people have – I felt it when I ran for the first time. You know, you have this sort of imposter syndrome. There's no way I'm qualified. How am I going to win? I just can't see myself being a politician. I would say to anyone having any level of apprehension about running for office, take a moment. Take 15 minutes and watch a city council meeting and see how pathetic current representation is. I guarantee you're going to walk away saying, really? These folks got Mm -hmm. elected? I think that will make people feel a lot better. Sorry to interrupt you. Were you frustrated when you were on the council? Yeah, I mean, it was a perpetual challenge. Look, it was always frowned on, and it still is to disagree with the mayor. I mean, it didn't matter how minor the disagreement was. You were viewed, you were ostracized, you know, you were viewed as not a team player, as a naysayer, when an essential function of the legislative body, any legislative body, is to be a check on the executive, in this case, the mayor. Not Mm -hmm. in though. The mentality is, Either you do exactly what uh, establishment says, in this case, mayor's office, or you are some kind of outcast, there's something wrong with you, and they will make every effort uh, to make sure that you're uh, silenced. You know, uh, that is the current state of affairs, and it has been the current the, the state of affairs in Albany for, my God decades. And the only way that changes is you can't just change one council seat or a couple council seats. You got to change the majority of the council and you got to change who's mayor. And then, then at that point, you'll start seeing changes. But until then, people in Albany shouldn't be expecting anything different. And I'm just, it's, it's sad to say the choices this year are terrible. Almost across the board. You have many races that are uncontested, uh, you, which is totally unacceptable. I mean, back you know four years ago when I ran for re-election, there were three people running against me, and that was healthy. I lost fair and square. You know, 
uh, that was a good campaign. And mm-hmm. no matter where you fall, uh, as far as your political allegiances, what have you, you should have an opponent. And it's just unacceptable that we have so many council races that are uncontested. We've got citywide races that are totally uncontested, mm-hmm. uh, a mayoral race that is virtually uncontested. So, I mean, I just really, it pains me that this year the choices are so are so bare. The, I do you believe that people get the government they deserve? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't like, you know, chastising voters. I, I certainly understand why people, why many people don't vote. I, I, I get it. Uh, I understand their arguments. I understand why they feel like it's a waste of time. But when I take the time to listen to people who are feel that way, I hope that these folks take time to listen and really process the other side of the argument, which is the importance of them getting involved, voting, running for office, helping out good candidates for public office. So I do think that's the better argument than just sitting home occasionally complaining because if you don't end up voting, then nothing changes. And if nothing changes, then nothing changes. Right. So, um, you know, I'm sure you, you kept a close eye on the police department and the mayor and the demonstrations. Mm-hmm. As all this was yeah. happening, yeah. what was, what, how did you feel? What was your view? The what really did it in for me wasn't wasn't the South Station protests as bad as enough that, that as that was. I had I was fed up with uh, the mayor and the police department back in the summer when tear gas was deployed, that is absolutely unacceptable and appalling. It, you know, there's no secret. I've got, you know, a variety of of policy disagreements with the administration I've had for a long time. However, that's different. That level of state violence against citizens is a different kind of issue. And it's one that completely and totally disqualifies Kathy Shane from being mayor. She should not be mayor. The right thing that she that for her to have done was realize that she has lost control and or doesn't have the capacity to manage the public safety function in the city of Albany and resign at bare Mm. minimum, at bare minimum, the chief of police should have been fired. I mean, without a doubt in my mind, that is the bare minimum that should have been done is that the chief of police should have been fired the next day. But again, where's the common council? 
where is that branch of government that serves a critical oversight function in holding the administration's feet to the fire? Silence. And I say Mm -hmm. this to any council member. I say this to any council member, all 15 of them. At what point is enough enough for you? At what point is this administration's bullshit going to be enough, your breaking point? It's, you know, Mm -hmm. eight years ago, Kathy Sheehan was the next big progressive thing. Okay, fine. We've had a lot of time since then, a lot of decisions made or not made since then. We can go down the list. But you would think the use of tear gas on peaceful citizens would be enough for you as an elected official to say, enough. You've got to go, Mayor. You have lost the confidence of the council. You've lost the confidence of the people of the city of Albany. What you did was completely unacceptable, disgusting, time to go. In almost any other city in America, in in almost any other mid to large city in America, you, you would have had so much more attention on that and at least some elected officials saying the mayor's got to go. She must resign, but not in Albany. Mm. I just don't, again, I don't know when it will be enough for these people, these people being the members of the common council. Every one of them should be asked, when is enough? When are you going to get sick and tired of covering for this mayor. I mean, it gets to a point where you just completely are a sellout in every mm-hmm. way. And in which case, what are you doing in elective office? If all you're doing as an independent, independently elected official is to just diddling the mayor, what are you doing? Like, look in the mirror. Ask yourself some important questions of self-reflection. Now, I've got a question for you. When you were uh, a council member, now, did you serve one or two terms? One term. One term. Okay. Yes. So when when you were a council member, odds are there would be a 12 to 3 vote, okay? Exactly. Now, one of those three votes is sitting on Kathy Sheehan's lap, doing everything for Kathy Sheehan. Why would somebody who four years ago uh, ran kind of like, you know, against her, and all of a sudden sure. now... That person is doing everything possible to ensure that Kathy Sheehan gets another term. What is it? In, what is it that these people do these things? Well, I mean, obviously, it, the specific circumstances would depend on the specific person, but generally speaking, it's usually about being a coward. <laughs> 
a political coward, being afraid of your own political shadow, uh, putting winning above doing what's right, some combination of those things. And I think so often the case for people who are in office, their concern isn't about doing the right thing. It's about doing the thing that they think, you know, when I was on the council, you know, maybe this made me a bad politician. I, I don't know, but I really didn't care if I was going to keep my office, if it meant doing something that I thought was against the interests of the people I was representing. Uh, that just didn't factor in for me. You know, there's no, it's, it's not this, this perceived glamour, fame of, of being an elected official. That, if that's your motivation for being in public office, is you, you've got an ego to stroke and you really like the idea of having the, the title honorable before your name and that really just gets you, you should not be in politics. You're the wrong person for the job, without question. What I like are the people who stand up for what they believe is correct, what they believe is right, what they believe are the right policy moves to make, not what's expedient for them, for their uh, professional upward trajectory. To that is, that's when everybody else loses. You know, some of them are quite good. Some of them are pretty good con artists and they make you out to think that they're independent minded. They say things that sound like they're independent minded, that they're just in it to try to do their best. But then you really have to look at their actions. You have to, you have to see what they do with those words. And for most of them, their actions are run completely counter to any lip service they give to being you know, an independent, independently elected official. Because in the end, the vast majority of these folks just end up sitting back and saying yes. And that's where we got to pay collectively. You know, it's just in Albany and every, any local government, we have to pay much more attention to what's going on. And it's an it's a annual problem, you know, trying to get more people involved in their local government it's it's a challenge but mm-hmm. i hope now with these righteous protests going on across the country more and more people are seeing the just massive significance of local government and what right how much power that ha- how much power that has over our individual everyday lives it's huge it's huge and we have to think of our mayors or our city council members as important as who's going to, who's president, who's our members of Congress, senators, et cetera. We need to give it that level of priority. But not only, not only is the uh, local racism important, but what's even more important that, and a lot of people don't know this and don't realize this, 
is the uh, party people. I mean, the party people gets to endorse candidates um, and, and so forth. So I think, you know, attention should be focused on also changing the party structure in the county of Albany. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I agree. I think it's, you know, and, and this is not a, a criticism specific to Albany County. It's broadly across New York State where you have county parties that involve themselves in Democratic primaries. I think that that's wrong. I think that's mm-hmm. dead wrong. Um, the, uh, the Albany County Democratic Party, uh, any other county party, whether you're talking about in New York City or, you know, Tompkins County, it doesn't matter, should not involve themselves in um, the small-D democratic process of a primary. Uh, what they should do is support the party nominee, whomever the people choose. So mm-hmm. that's a big reform. And yes, you're right. The only way to make those changes is by having people run for a county committee, which Again, if you want help, let me know. You need you want help writing a petition? Let me know. I'll help you. Um, because it's easy to do. Usually, these seats require, you know, a handful of signatures to get yourself on the ballot. Most of the time, I mean, let me actually correct myself. The vast, vast majority of the time, they're not contested, uh, and you only need to convince, you know, a handful of your neighbors to come and vote for you. It's a much easier kind of race to win. And yeah, if you have enough of, of reform-minded people, truly reform-minded people, not just people who say they're reform-minded and then once they get in there, they act like the, uh, you know, old school, outdated, uh, you know, establishment. Um, then yeah, uh, you can have major uh, changes in the party for sure. We have like six minutes left yet. And you and I talked about commenting about Facebook posts. So share your thoughts. Yeah. Well, you know, there, there, and I know you've had uh, Marley Anderson on your on your show, giving him an opportunity to say his piece. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's just important for people to know that um, when you run for office in New York State, there are rules to follow, like them or not. In order to get on the ballot, there are rules. And in the Democratic primary for the city of Albany this year, you needed to get 300 signatures from Democrats in the city of Albany. Mm-hmm. Marlon Vanderson's petitions, they were an embarrassment. I mean, they were a joke. Uh, he had people signing from literally every corner of this county and outside the county people who were Republicans, Green Party members, unaffiliated, just across the board. He he had petitions where he didn't properly indicate where he was running for mayor. I mean, just really fundamental, common sense stuff that this guy uh, left out. So I think it's best, you know, Marlon's got a lot of experience making a lot of noise and, and running for office. I think it's best if Marlon just sticks to posting pictures of himself in weird clothing with mm-hmm. um, scantily clad women in the background. 
I think that's his forte, and he should probably stick with that. Wow. That's, that, that's pretty powerful stuff. Yeah. So, and, 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 and we need to have serious people that step up to the plate. Marlon is not serious. Marlon is an egomaniac who cares about himself. Okay. That's, there's no, that's not, there's no secret about that. We need real people who actually care about the trajectory of the city to run for every office in Albany. And I, I, I hope so much that people do that, Cynthia. Now, you and I had done uh, discussions on Focus on Albany a few years ago about the issue of municipal internet. And you had yes. proposed le- legislation, and it was tabled. Now that um, it was tabled, yeah. Now, because of the pandemic, internet became very important for people yeah. who, young people, who needed internet to get their schooling. Um, exactly. And now it's what uh, allowing people to pay fifteen dollars a month for. Yeah. Internet through Spectrum. Um, yeah. What is the what is the um, position of municipal internet right now in the city of Albany? Because I know Awusu took your legislation and reintroduced right. it. So right. what's right. the well, status? Well, of- it's great to see. You know, it just goes to show the the politics of it. You know, back when I introduced it, the uh, they had really ridiculous – an administration, Kathy's, uh, Kathy Sheen's allies in the council, they had these very odd objections to it. They were – it was personal. It wasn't about the policy. So now that I'm gone, um, it's a great idea because it is a great idea. So finally, <laughs> it took way too long, eight years you know, or excuse me, uh, six years or so to get this approved. But thank God it is because, yeah, uh, the Internet is not a luxury. It is a public utility. It must be treated as such. We have to have uh, publicly owned Internet, period, full stop. And I'm glad Wusu kept carrying the football and brought it over the goalpost. We just got to keep fighting for it. Great. So we're just about out of time. You, uh, yeah. you, ask, you ask people who wanted to get involved or run for office or anything to contact you. So can you give out your contact information to people who want to, you know, find out about you? Sure. Best way to to email me is uh, judd.crasher at gmail.com. That's the best way. Judd.crasher at gmail.com. Okay. So um, fun and games in Albany is, Always something as, interesting. As so, always, Cynthia, we, we deserve so much better than this. So we'll probably talk again. So you've been oh, listening yeah. to Jed Crasher. I'm Cynthia Pooler. This is Focus on Albany. If you like this show, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and listen to the uh, radio broadcast of this show on WCAA. Thanks, Judd. Have a great day. Thank you, everybody, for listening.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.